0: everyone just popping in here to share some big news that the price of the family's fly free membership will be going back up on thursday may 9th at midnight eastern 9 p.m pacific so as i had mentioned before We reduced the price of Families Fly Free by hundreds of dollars at the beginning of 2024 to give everyone a chance to get in at this lower cost. But we are now having to bring that to an end, and we do officially have a date when the price will be going back up. And again, that is Thursday, May 9th at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. So if you've been thinking about joining Families Fly Free Now is the time to do it. If you want to change the way your family is traveling, if you want to travel more and do it affordably, and if you want to use miles and points and travel rewards without it being a second job, learn a simple system to always be able to do this without a wallet full of cards. Please come join us in Families Fly Free and do it before the price goes back up. You can learn more and sign up today at familiesflyfree.com/slash join. Do you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free Podcast. Where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015, and I want to show your family how to do it too. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Family's Fly Free Podcast. Today, I want to discuss a topic that I hear a lot from our members who fear they are not using their points in the right way. And I want you to know that there is no one right way to use the miles and points that you collect. There are probably hundreds of thousands of people using and collecting travel rewards, and there are probably almost as many ways to use them. So I'm going to share with you the most common concern that I hear from our Families Fly Free members when it comes to this, and then we'll dive into some examples of the many different ways and some of the most common ways that I see people using their miles and points. Now, the idea for today's podcast episode came from one specific thing that I hear over and over again from our members. And what I hear a lot is, I feel like I'm spending way too many points to do fill in the blank, a particular flight, a particular hotel, a particular trip. Now, of course, we want you to use all the strategies and techniques that we teach that help you pay fewer points for every flight and for every accommodation that you're booking. But if you've employed those tactics and it still feels like it's more points than you want to pay, that's okay. You get to use your points however you want. It's up to you, they're your points. And that might require spending more points on a particular trip. That is maybe it's a high demand destination, or it's during a busy season, or there's a conference going on, you know, in that particular place, which is driving up demand. Or maybe you've just decided to bring a bunch of people with you. You get to choose where and when you want to travel. And who cares if a particular trip costs more points if that's when and where you want to go maybe for example it's hawaii over the holidays so that's one that i hear a lot and for sure that is an expensive time to go to hawaii when points prices are definitely going to be higher maybe at their peak for flights and hotels but here's the good news is number one even if it costs more points you're still getting there for free and number two if you follow the family's fly free system you are always replenishing your points so even though you might spend a lot of points on this one particular trip you're always adding to your points balance So that you'll have more points ready to go for your next trip and even when it comes to families fly free and the way we teach things which is designed to be as simple as possible you might spend a few more points to do something a simple way uh, versus saving a few points to do it in a much more complicated way and every time i will choose the simple way because i have seen that the system that i have designed i still always have enough points to do what i want to do and so i'm going to go for the simple way even if it costs me a little bit more when it comes to points so i just want you to never feel bad about how you are using your points now let's talk about some of the most common ways that people choose to use their points and remembering that your way is unique to use. You. So you may not fall under any of these and that's fine, um, but these are some of the more common um, ways that I see it. So the first one is just flying free as much as possible. And this has been my strategy for most of the time that I've been using travel rewards. My goal has always been to fly to as many places as is humanly possible that our schedules allow and bring my whole family along with me. My goal was never to get hotels for free, but rather make sure I could always get our flights for free. But to accomplish that, that means I had to really work the system to learn how to pay as few points as possible on every trip and pair that with ensuring I was really maximizing the number of points that I could be earning. And as you know, that system, which I teach in Families Fly Free, has netted me savings of upward of $12,000 in some years by just simply covering flights. Um, And these days, um, I've now started to dip my toes more into the free hotel. So um, we now get some free hotel stays on top. But um, for years and years, I really just focused on the flights part of things. And again, that was the simplest way to go about doing that. And I have some retirees and families fly free who um, are flying even way more than my family does, like the average six times a year, they're flying for free almost every single month of the year and that's their goal, is just to make sure that they can fly and get their flights covered with points as much as humanly possible. Another common one that I see, and um, I was just talking with a friend about this, is just taking the whole family on one big vacation a year. Like maybe you um, are a couple who both work and it's really hard to coordinate schedules to do more than one one big vacation. Um, And so if that's your goal... You can spend a lot more points on that one big vacation, or maybe you just have like a really big trip in mind, like it's a big trip to Europe where you're going to spend several weeks, or um, you know it's like we talked about um, Hawaii at the holidays, and you're going to spend you know a longer amount of time there. Just some big bucket list trip, right? Um, so you can spend more points on that because you're not going to need points for other trips or as many other trips throughout the year. Whereas if I'm trying to fly six times a year, retirees are trying to fly 12 times a year, they really need to make sure that they're spending as few points as possible on each one of those so they can take as many as possible. Um, But if you're doing this one big trip scenario, You can probably also focus on not just getting your flights for free, but also your accommodations for free as well, because you're just saving up all of your points and using them for this one big vacation. Another common scenario I see um, is for snowboarding. So um, retirees or people that go back and forth between a warmer destination and a colder destination. So those Many of those folks, their goal is to ensure they have enough points to fly themselves between their winter home and their summer home. And so they don't really need points for accommodations uh, to accomplish that goal. They're just looking to make sure that um, it's affordable because it's free uh, for them to fly between those two places and not feel restricted or limited because they have a certain budget and they've blown through it, right? They can do it as much as they want, between these two two homes. We also have families um, whose goal is to cover flights for travel sports or other activities that their kids are involved with, or to fly around the country to see colleges, uh, or maybe you're doing some driving to see colleges as well. And in that case, you could use your points to cover the hotel stays um, at these different colleges. So we see that a lot. Um, we even see families who are using their points to fly their own kids or grandkids to see them. Um, So kids home from college, or even just because you want to see your kids and grandkids. um, And so you can fly them, you can use your points um, under the systems that we teach to book them on free flights as well. So, so many amazing ways. Um, another one I see a lot is um, using points to visit family once a year. So a lot of our members join, and that's their goals. They uh, want to cover their flights to at least see their family once a year, and then they find that. Uh, and you don't again, you don't usually need accommodations in that case because you usually are staying with family. Um, and then they find that actually now they have points to do a leisure trip for fun that they want to do as well, um, and so that can be a great way to accomplish that primary goal. And then you get a bonus on top. Or maybe it's just one big trip with the whole family, mom and dad or parents and kids um, combined with a couple of couples trips every year. So we see that a lot with our families. If they have um, family members or someone that they can leave their their kids with, um, they'll go do a couples getaway a couple of times a year. Uh, And then also make sure they're doing a trip or two with the whole family. So there are so many different ways that you can use your miles and points. It's amazing and you get to pick whatever is right for you. We could go on and on with all of the different options. But again, I just don't want you to ever have the thought that you're not using your points correctly just because you're not using them in the same way as someone else. The only way you can use your travel rewards incorrectly is to not use them. And believe me, I have seen people whose goal it is to only collect frequent flyer miles and loyalty points, but never actually use them. I don't get that, but I have definitely seen that over the years. So under my system, you will rarely, if ever, have a big bundle of points saved up because it's a continual process of collecting points and redeeming points collecting points and redeeming points it's a constant flow but you still never run out so i encourage you don't hoard up your points for a someday that might never come Use them now and enjoy your life. And don't hoard up your points to to make yourself feel secure that you've got this amount of points in your account. You don't need that. You just need to know that you have a system that's gonna continually replenish those points because I have seen people that, get really focused on I have to have this certain number of points in my account and oftentimes that leads to a lot more complication in how you're trying to collect the points because you feel like you have to do more to get more of these points in there so you can just see them and feel good about it you don't need to do that you just need to have confidence that your system works um, to accomplish whichever of these goals however you want to use your points So I want to leave you today with the question of how do you want to use your points? So give that some thought this week and start to either lay out a strategy of how you can accomplish that, or if you already are taking action with miles and points, make sure that the actions you're taking align with how you really do want to use your points. And of course, we would love to have you join us in Families Fly Free. If you want to learn my simple strategy and get help from me and my team of experts all along the way, you can learn more about that at familiesflyfree.com. Have a fantastic week, everyone, and I will chat with you on the next episode. If you're ready to fly your family free forever.